May God speak to you through today's message from Pastor Ryan Loxmo. Hey, uh, welcome to Parkway Fellowship. We're so glad that y'all are with us today. And I want to welcome our North Campus as well. Really glad that y'all are joining us this morning uh, via video. Um, Today we are continuing in our series, Life's Too Short. And in this series, we're looking at areas of our life that we just tend to lose sight of. Um, It's so easy to lose track of in life, um, the things that really matter. And we want to make sure to highlight some areas in this series uh, that we want to stay on top of and keep a priority. And so last week, uh, we talked about life's too short to uh, not value the people that we love. And of course, we highlighted moms because it was Mother's Day. And today we are going to see that life's too short to go solo. Life's too short to neglect friendship with other Christ followers um, and Christian community in general. You know, when I was in junior high and kind of the first part of high school, I had a group of friends that, I mean, we just did everything together. We were in sports together. Uh, we did music together. Um, we went everywhere. We saw movies. We had like season passes to Six Flags over the summer. We did everything together. Uh, but as I got older, especially the last couple years of high school, uh, my faith became more important to me. And uh, I started to grow in my relationship with Christ. And some of those friendships that I had had for years just started to kind of fade away. Uh, some of them had not been Christ followers before. Some were in various stages of kind of walking away uh, from the faith. But um, those friendships really just started to fade away. Um, at the same time, there were some friendships that were starting to grow that were based out of my church. And uh, I just met a lot of people in the youth group and we became close friends. And I noticed something surprising. As I started to become better friends with people who were Christ followers, my whole definition of what it means to be a friend changed. Because all of a sudden, I was in these friendships with this kind of mutual give and take. They gave to the friendship as much as they got out of it, and we encouraged each other in our faith, and we spoke truth to each other, and we had a a ton of fun. I mean, we went on tons of road trips and went to concerts all the time and stuff like that, but there was this other level. There was this level of a person being able to speak truth into my life. These were people who, if I was doing something that was not very Christ-like, they would call me on it. These were people that Um, walked through some very difficult times with me, and I walked through some very difficult times with them. And uh, I can say that those friendships changed my life. They absolutely changed my life because it was an important juncture in my life when my faith really was becoming the most important thing to me. And they really helped to cement that for me as my um, closest friends. Now, as I continue to invest in those friendships, looking back at the other friendships that I used to have, they seemed very pale by comparison And it wasn't that these are bad people or they're like evil or anything like that. I mean, I was friends with them for years. But I realized that our friendship was based primarily on fairly surface level things. We liked the same music. We liked the same movies. You know, um, all those kinds of things. And so as a result, they were just fairly superficial friendships. But I didn't know it until I started really investing in friendship with other Christ followers. And it was, it, it was proved to me that they were superficial friendships when our lives began to take just even the slightest different path. When that happened, those friendships just disappeared because there was nothing really rooting them beyond just those superficial things. And I think we've all experienced that kind of thing before, how friendships just tend to come and go in our lives. The ones that have mutual give and take tend to last. The ones that are kind of lopsided tend to fade away. They tend to fade away. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of life-changing friendships with other Christ followers, the life-changing nature of Christian community. And we're going to see that friendships 
that are based on a mutual faith in Christ are like no other friendships you could ever have. I really wish there was another word for friend when referring to Christian friends because the word friend to me just, it falls short of everything that a friendship with another Christ follower can offer. But here's the deal. It is critical that we be intentionally cultivating friendship with other Christ followers and Christian community because if we don't, here's what we risk. We risk being surrounded by superficial friendships. And these people can be perfectly nice. I'm not slamming these people. But at the end of the day, there will be nothing deeper rooting that friendship. Uh, Their priorities will be out of sync with your priorities as you attempt to follow Christ in your life. Um, And those friendships don't have the potential to change your life. Well, actually they do, but not in a way that you're going to like. They're going to take you down a path, often unwittingly, to a place where uh, you are no longer following God and pursuing what he has for you uh, in your life. Now, at Parkway Fellowship, the easiest way to make friends, Christian friends, and uh, to build Christian community uh, is to be a part of a small group. Um, I'm aware that many of you have only been here a couple of months. We've had a lot of growth here at Parkway Fellowship over the last several months, so many of you may be thinking, like, well, okay, what is a small group? Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. Let me just give you a quick snapshot. Um, Everything in this church, everything on Sunday morning, this service, kids, youth services, all that, everything that happens Sunday morning, that's half of what Parkway Fellowship does. Just half. Half of what we do, the other half, is small groups. We have about 150 small groups between kids, youth, and adults that meet around this community every single week because we truly believe at Parkway Fellowship that meeting in small groups of people is the best way to make Christ-centered friendships, study God's word, and take care of each other. And we have a huge amount of participation. I mean, in the spring semester, which we just wrapped up, we had over 2,100 people at this church involved in a small group in one way or the other. And so it is a huge part of what we do. To be a part of Parkway Fellowship, you have to be in a small group. And you've got to be in a small group or you are missing out. You are going solo at Parkway Fellowship if you're not in a small group. Life's too short to go solo. So go ahead and pull out your message notes if you haven't done so already. And let's find out, how can I build community and make friends with other Christ followers? Well, your first fill in there, and I know this is going to come as like a massive shock, join a summer small group. I know, spoiler alert, join a summer small group. But here's the deal. I'm not just telling you that because it's what we do around here and hey, just fall in line and join a small group. That's not what it's about. I'm going to lay out three benefits for you today that you can only find in Christian community, Christian friendships, and you can only find at Parkway Fellowship in a small group. We're going to talk about three biblical uh, principles, benefits. Um, So the first one, this is your number one fill-in, I can find confidence and encouragement in Christian friendships. I can find confidence and encouragement in Christian friendships. Now, we're going to look at a little passage here from the book of Romans. Now, Romans is in the New Testament. It's actually not a book. It's a letter. And it's a real letter, a real ancient letter that was sent 2,000 years ago. It was sent from the Apostle Paul to a church in Rome, a group of Christ followers living in the city of Rome. That's why it's called Romans. And uh, Paul was kind of the leader of all of the churches at this time. All these churches were uh, sprinkled around the Roman Empire, the Mediterranean world, and Paul was overseeing all of them. 
And he, would, he couldn't be, you know, in all places at once, so he would write them letters to give them teaching and encouragement. And this is a section from one of those letters. And look what he writes. He writes, one of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, and I want you all to underline the rest of this. I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I also want to be encouraged by yours. You see, Paul knew the incredible life-changing value of Christian friendships and Christian community. He knew it. He knew that his letter was no substitute to actually getting to be around these people and to pour into their lives and have them uh, pour into his life. He knew that. And look, Paul, if there was anyone who could go solo in the history of Christianity, it was Paul, okay? Possibly the greatest Christian leader ever. In my opinion, he was. But he knew that he desperately needed friendship and community with other Christ followers. He knew that it was critical to his ministry. He needed that support. He knew that the Christian life is not a solitary one. That's not the way it's supposed to work. And that's what he's getting at in this passage. Now, a little bit more about our small groups here. Um, Our small groups operate on a semester system. So we have fall small groups, spring small groups, summer small groups. We just wrapped up the spring small groups and we're getting ready to kick off uh, the summer semester. In the fall and the spring, they tend to meet week to week and we cover a a topic. It could be a marriage small group or a financial one or a Bible study. Um, We do that week to week and they go for about 12 weeks and we take a break. Then we come back and start again the next semester. But this summer, we're going to be doing something different. And I'm really excited to share with you uh, what that is going to look like. I think it's going to be a life-changing moment in in Parkway Fellowship. Um, Let me just say this about the summer. The summer is just a very different time in our community. Um, People are traveling a lot. People have irregular schedules. Um, And as a result, it is very difficult for people to make kind of weekly recurring commitments. And as a result of that, it's been difficult in the past for our small groups to have consistency with a curriculum with a topic over the summer um, because people are just in and out of town. It's just a very different time uh, in our community. So we spent literally months uh, doing research, praying about how can we fully leverage this summer for Parkway Fellowship and do something different that could really make an impact. And so we have a plan that I'm excited to share with you. This summer, our groups are going to be organized by neighborhood. Would you pull this card out of your worship guide, this blue card? This is the summer small group sign-up card, okay? Now, our groups are going to be organized by neighborhood. They're going to meet less frequently because of all the craziness and travel and busyness over the summer. They've got all the meeting times down here, all the dates. And we would want you to go ahead and mark those on your calendar and make it a priority now. These groups are going to be fellowship-focused. There's not going to be a curriculum at these meetings. There's not going to be a topic. It's just going to be a chance to connect with other Christ followers. Here's the reality about Parkway Fellowship. We are large enough now that we have many people living in every single neighborhood in this entire community. You would be shocked to know how many people from Parkway Fellowship live in your neighborhood, possibly on your street. So I want to illustrate this for you. Uh, This picture right here is our whole community. Every one of those yellow pins represents a family, not an individual, a family who regularly attends one of our campuses, okay? 
So that doesn't even include like visitors and that kind of stuff. These are people who come like week in and week out. Okay, so that's a lot. But let me, let me zoom in on some neighborhoods and illustrate even further for you what I'm talking about. Check this out. This is Cross Creek Ranch. Firethorn. Westheimer Lake South and Lakes of Bellaterra. Look at that. Cinco West. Northeast Katy. Northwest Katy. I mean, those last two, those are north, north of I-10. That's where our North Campus draws from. I mean, our neighborhoods are full of Parkway Fellowship people. So great job inviting, let me just say that. I mean, it is amazing. And so what we wanna do is provide an easy way for you this summer to get to know your neighbors who also go to Parkway Fellowship, okay? And encourage and support each other like Paul was talking about in this letter to the Romans. That, that confidence that you can have that there are other Christ followers in your neighborhood and that you're not going solo on this thing. And so these groups are going to be a little bit larger than our normal small groups. They're going to meet in these neighborhoods in parks. So they're going to be outside. You can bring the whole family. It's going to be a ton of fun. It'll be kind of a block party, picnic type atmosphere. And, and seriously, no, you don't have to worry about childcare, nothing. Bring the kids. Bring everybody. And actually, on that note, fantastic opportunity for your kids to make friends with Christ followers who live in their neighborhood who also go to Parkway Fellowship. Great opportunity, and for teenagers as well. Now, while these groups are going to be fellowship-focused, we don't want to forget about your personal spiritual growth this summer, which is a huge part of what we do in small groups. So we're going to be producing a summer Bible study devotional that we're going to hand out at these groups. You can take it home, and you and your family can go through it at your own pace over the summer. And it's going to be a really great thing. Um, but there will be no agenda at these meetings over the summer. The agenda is going to be to get to know other Christ followers who live in your neighborhood. And um, I will say, in the fall, we are going to return to our normal weekly topic-driven groups because those are really important as well. But look, there are so many benefits to this. You're going to be able to build more friendships with people at Parkway Fellowship, which is harder and harder to do the larger we get. Okay? You're going to have the confidence and encouragement that you are literally surrounded by people in your neighborhood who are also Christ followers. You're going to be able to have... Um, encouragement like Paul talked about. You're going to be able to have the kind of community and friendship that he knew was so important. You're going to be able to get that. Now let me say this though. You might have to remove something or scale something back in your life that is preventing you from participating in Christian community. I mean, you might just have to. You might have to put some limits on your kids' sports activities. You might have to dial back your social calendar a little bit, rearrange some stuff at work. I don't know what it is. But I'll tell you this, your family will not naturally default to a consistent participation in Christian community. You won't naturally default to that. You have to be intentional about it. But it is so worth it because it is life-changing. It is. Life's too short to go solo. There's a second benefit of Christian friendships. It's your next filling. I can make a bigger impact on my community alongside other Christ followers. I can make a bigger impact on my community alongside other Christ followers. So I mentioned that the summer is a different time for this community, travel schedules, all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's a different time in another way. The summer is a time when this community is just changing. There's an influx of literally hundreds of people moving to this area from all around the country. And they're looking to make friends and to connect. They're looking for that. And this is an opportunity this summer to bring Parkway Fellowship 
into our communities, out into the neighborhood, and make it really easy for these people to find friends, to make friends, to make those connections. And I don't know if you've moved a lot in your life. I have. I will say, when you move to a new area, it is very lonely. It is very lonely. And you feel like, I'm not convinced this place will ever feel like home. This This could never feel like home to me. I mean, that's what people deal with. And this summer, you might be part of God's plan to make those people feel welcome and to be welcome into this community. And ultimately, God might use you to lead them to become a part of this church and God might change their life here. I mean, that could happen. Now look, I want to look at another passage really quick from another one of Paul's letters, okay? It's um, in the book of Colossians. Paul wrote this letter to a group of Christians living in Colossae. That's why it's called that. Okay, Colossians 4, 5, and 6. It says, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. I want you to underline this next phrase. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt. Underline that. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Now, that phrase, let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt, what he's getting at is we should be presenting Christ in a very attractive way on a consistent basis. That's what seasoned with salt gets at. You know, you're not just kind of throwing it out there. Present Christ attractively. And I will say, I think Parkway Fellowship does a really good job of that. One of the most exciting things I get to see on a week-in and week-out basis is people around here talking about Jesus and how he's changed their life. And so, I think we do that really well at Parkway Fellowship, but we want to provide more opportunities for you to share Christ in an attractive way in our community. And this summer is an opportune time to do that. Because the fact is that a lot of people who are new to this area, they are not ready to walk through these doors and sit in these chairs yet. They're just not. But you know what they would be ready for? An invitation to come hang out with their family at a park in their neighborhood. They would be ready for that. And when they come, you can show them what Parkway Fellowship is all about. And you can let them uh, connect and you can help them to make friends. I mean, it's an amazing opportunity. Now, I want you to look back at verse 6 with me. Um, The passage we just looked at. Because there's something really important in there about Christian community that is kind of hiding a little bit under the surface. So I want to bring that out. Um, But first, I want you to circle two words for me. Okay? I want you to circle your. Let your conversation. So circle your. Be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you, circle you, may know how to answer everyone. Okay, so circle your and you. Here's a little grammar lesson for you, okay? In English, we have one word for you. It's you. And that can be used to address individuals or groups. So I could point to someone in the back of this section and say, hey, can you see me? And that makes sense. Can you see me? Or I could look at this entire section and say, can you see me? And that would make sense. Talk to an individual or group. You can use you. Now in Texas, we have this very useful little word that can differentiate between that. Can you see me? Can y'all see me? Hey, I love it. I love it. Y'all are, y'all are tracking with me. It's, it's not just slang. It's useful. Okay? It's useful. Here's the deal. Paul, when he wrote to the Colossians, he was writing in Greek. That was the language of the day. And so when we read it in English, that's a translation from his original writing. Greek had a version of y'all. Okay? And in this passage, those two words I had you circle, those are y'all words. So you could read verse 6 like this. 
Let y'all's conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that y'all may know how to answer everyone. <laughs> I kind of like that translation. That's like the Bible, like Lone Star State Edition. <laughs> I would buy that. That's good. Trademark. Okay, so um, here's the point. Here's why I point that out to you. When Paul was sharing that, let your conversation be full of grace, seasoned with salt. He wasn't talking about one-on-one, just talking to people that you encounter about Christ. He was painting a picture of the entire church as a group, together, presenting Christ attractively in the community. That's why he used those y'all words. He's saying, all of y'all, together, go present Christ in the community in an attractive way. In our summer groups, I mean, it's just an easy way to do that. It's an easy way to make that happen. And we can make a bigger impact on our community alongside other Christ followers. That's what this passage is getting at. But it occurs to me that some of you may not have really heard about Christ before. You know, I'm talking about making an impact in the community and sharing Christ with people, and and maybe you just really haven't heard about what the big deal about Jesus is. And so I want to pause for a second and just uh, share that with you. God created everything in existence. Everything. He created all of us individually. He knows us. The Bible says he knew us before we were even born. And the whole purpose of creating us was to have a relationship with us. God loves us. And he created us just to be in a relationship with us. And, and we were, for a very brief time, in a perfect relationship with him. But then sin came into the world and put distance between us and God. God is perfect, we are not, and we were at a distance from him. But God was not going to allow it to stay that way. He loves us too much. And so he took drastic action to bridge that gap. He sent his son into the world. And don't just let that go past you. His son. If you have a son, if you have a daughter, think about what they mean to you. Jesus meant that to God. He sent his son into this world to live a perfect life and die on the cross. And in dying on the cross, paying the penalty For every sin you have ever committed or will commit or I've ever committed or will commit, he paid for it once and for all. And in doing that, he made an offer of salvation to everybody. It does not matter how much you've sinned or how much you think that you can't be redeemed. It doesn't matter what you think. The truth is he's made that offer to you anyway. And he knew all of those sins when he died. He knew it. He knew it. And he died for us anyway. And so... Um, Christ has made this offer of salvation to everybody. It's free. It's a gift. You cannot earn it. You cannot contribute to it. You can't pay him back. Nothing. It's free. Free. That's the good news about Christ. If you've never started a relationship with Christ before, there's a sample prayer on the bottom uh, of your message notes on the back side. I'm going to give you some time at the end of the message that you can spend a little time with God and pray that prayer. Know that God loves you. He's made that offer and he is just waiting for you to accept it and say yes. But look, that's the opportunity that we have this summer to make a big impact for Christ in our communities alongside other Christ followers. We have the opportunity to take Parkway Fellowship out of these doors and into our communities. People will be looking to make connections, make friends, and we will be there. You can make the most of the opportunity of the summer by being in one of our summer small groups. There's a third benefit of investing in Christian community, and it's your next fill-in. Speak the truth to other Christ followers and hear the truth from them. 
speak the truth to other Christ followers, and hear the truth from them. Look, that's another function of Christian community. That's another thing that separates friendship with Christ followers from friendship with just anybody else. God speaks his truth to us through his word, and we are supposed to not only have it change our lives, but help other people to change their lives. That's what it's all about. Look at this next verse from Colossians. It's the same letter that, Paul, that we were just looking at that Paul wrote. It's this amazing verse. He says, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. And I want you to underline the rest of this. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. You see, Paul is painting this picture to say, look, God's truth is not just for you to learn and it changes your life and like you're good. No, you have a responsibility to channel that truth that you have learned to other people around you. I mean, God highlights certain aspects of his truth for you based on your life and where you are. I mean, maybe you've made huge strides in applying biblical financial principles in your life. And there's some other people around here who would love to do that, but they have no clue how to get started. That's your responsibility to be there to channel that truth to them and to tell them about your experience. Maybe you have been wanting to raise your kids in a biblical way and like that is just an overwhelming concept. It's like I have no idea how to do that. Well, there could be somebody else who is just nailing that, who can channel that to you. Maybe you are one of these people who just gets the Bible, you read it a lot, you studied it, and there are people around you who are just mystified by the Bible. They have no clue how to read it and get anything out of it. You have an obligation to share that um, with them. We have an obligation to share God's truth, not just with people who don't know him, but with people who do know him. Because here's the thing, God has gifted you to hear parts of his truth with special clarity. And he's given other people special clarity in areas that you struggle with. That's the picture. That's something you can only get in Christian community. No other friendships will provide that consistent source of truth and encouragement. I promise you that you will not regret prioritizing Christian friendships in your life and you won't regret making small groups a part of your family. You can find confidence and encouragement that you're surrounded by other people following Christ. You can make a big impact in the community alongside other people following Christ. And you can speak the truth to others and hear the truth from them. Look, there's a reason Parkway Fellowship makes half of our ministry small groups. There's a reason. And the reason is that Christian community is life-changing. It's life-changing. I've seen it. It is worth it. Life's too short to go solo. So here's what I want you to do. I want everybody to go ahead and grab your connection card and let's take some next steps. How about this first one? Sign me up for a summer small group. We've made it really easy on you on this card. Every neighborhood has a little three-digit code. Just write it down. Just write down that code on that blank, and you're signed up. Done. It's easy. Um, and if you would rather join a small group in another neighborhood than where you live, like, you can move. That's fine. We'd be happy for you to do that. <laughs> Seriously, though, we want you to join the group closest to where you live. Okay, so put down the one closest to where you live. 
Um, and if you have questions about this, I will say we have a kiosk out in the foyer as well. Um, you can swing by on your way out and we can answer those questions for you. How about this second one? I will mark all four summer small group dates on my calendar today. Did you check that box? Would you do that before your summer fills up? Seize the opportunity now. Make Christian community a priority. How about this next one? I will remove or scale back something in my life that is preventing me from participating in Christian community. Would you do that? Take an honest look at your time and how you spend it. How about this next one? I will look for opportunities to invite people to my summer small group. As I said, hundreds of people out there this summer, they're gonna be looking to connect. Would you look for those opportunities? Next, I will speak truth to my Christian friends and listen when they speak it to me. Would you do that? Realize that God works through people around you? How about this next one? I will pray the prayer to become a Christ follower for the first time in my life. If that's you, if you just heard the good news of Jesus for the first time today, I'm going to give you time in just a moment that you can spend alone and you can pray that prayer at the bottom of your message notes. Uh, but check this box and we will send you some free information in the mail um, that will help you in your new life following Christ. And then how about this last one? Fantastic verse. I will memorize Colossians 3.16. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Be a great one. Would you memorize that? Now what I'm going to do is give everybody in here a few moments alone with God. Um, I want you to think about this message and what God has taught you. Think about the next steps you've taken and ask him to help you with that. And if, you're, if you want to pray the prayer to become a Christ follower, uh, now is your opportunity to do that. And so just take a few moments now. Everybody bow your heads. Everybody in this room, let's go ahead and bow our heads. And just take a few moments and spend some time alone with God. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you love us, you know us, and that we can have a relationship with you. God, and that you have also given us the great blessing of other Christ followers that we can know as well, and we can be known by them. God, show us what it means to truly value our relationship with you and our relationship with other Christ followers. God, change our lives through the relationships that we build. Father, I pray this would be a life-changing summer for people at Parkway Fellowship. And so we just ask for your blessing over all of our groups and the people who are going to move to this community. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. For more information about Parkway Fellowship, find us online at parkwayfellowship.com or facebook.com slash parkwayfellowship. You can also download our mobile app for access to the most recent messages, video content, and much more. It is available both in the Apple App Store and Android's Google Play.